Preface, Spoiler Alert. This book review does contain spoilers. This is only my thoughts and feelings on this book and as such is open for disagreements. I highly advise you to read the book yourself and form your own opinion of the book. With that being said, I think this is the greatest fantasy written series ever. If you enjoyed this book review please like, share and follow. A Clash of Kings book cover, visit the Amazon link at the bottom of the page if you are interested in purchasing the gut books. Intro. So, A Game of Thrones. A highly interesting book series which has so many layers. What's more, this book series by George R. R. Martin has generated one of the biggest television series of all time. The Game of Thrones series went on for eight seasons for a period of ten years. It featured some of the greatest actors on the planet now and served as a career starter for many of the other actors alive now who are the actors of the highest caliber. When season 8 of the Game of Thrones TV series was airing on HBO from the 8th of April 2019 onwards, everyone I know was following each weekly episode. Discussions about each episode were all over different social media platforms, especially Twitter, of course, and got was really the hot topic for a good few months. Previously, I wrote a blog post about the first Game of Thrones book and if you are interested in reading that book review visit the link below this page to check it out. This book is following up on the previous book and therefore if you haven't read the first book of this series then you should probably do that first before you check out this review. Furthermore, this review does contain spoilers as well as an explanation about the book as well and so if you haven't read the first book then this review will not make much sense to you. If you also like this book and are interested at purchasing the book then check out the Amazon link at the bottom of the page. What attracted me to this book? As I mentioned before, back in my younger days this was the rave. Everyone was talking about the TV series, it was trending everywhere, everybody wanted to check it out and it really did hit its height in the year 2019. Now, another TV show based on the prequel is being prepared now as well which will, no doubt, be trending everywhere as well. Especially with the fact that Matt Smith is acting in it. After watching the TV series I was amazed with the complexity of the storyline, the attention to detail, the character depth of every single character and the amount of detail put into the book series by the author. I have never really come across a fantasy book series that has this much detail, it is easy to get lost in the world of the Seven Kingdoms. All of these factors pushed me towards reading the books. Furthermore, another thing which attracted me to this book was the climactic ending of the previous book. The main character, N.E.D., had just been executed and the Seven Kingdoms broke into war and I wanted to see how the war between all the kings would turn out. Presentation The presentation of this book greatly links to the entire theme of this novel and two main aspects of the presentation really stick out for me. The first is the title and the second is the image of the crown on the cover of the book. As I mentioned before, the book finished before at a chaotic point. Ned Stark, the Warden of the North, had just been executed, Daenerys in the east had killed her older brother and married Khal Drogo with plans to launch an expedition into the west in the future, Arya Stark had fled the capital and Sansa Stark was captured. Furthermore, Renly Baratheon had ran away and where he was going was still unknown and Stannis Baratheon was beginning his claim as the rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms. All of this was the way the book ended and this book would be a war of five kings and this is why both the title and the image on the book cover were important because they foreshadowed what the book was going to be about. This book was indeed a clash of kings and the image of the crown was very important because every main character of the book was aspiring for the crown. Blurb. A comet the color of blood and flame cuts across the sky. Two great leaders, Lord Eddard Stark and Robert Baratheon, who hold sway over an age of enforced peace are dead, victims of royal treachery. Now, from the ancient citadel of Dragonstone to the forbidding shores of Winterfell, chaos reigns. Six factions struggle for control of a divided land and the Iron Throne of the Seven Kingdoms, 
preparing to stake their claims through tempest, turmoil, and war. It is a tale in which brother plots against brother and the dead rise to walk in the night. Here a princess masquerades as an orphan boy, a knight of the mind prepares a poison for a treacherous sorceress, and wild men descend from the mountains of the moon to ravage the countryside. Against a backdrop of incest and fratricide, alchemy and murder, victory may go to the men and women possessed of the coldest steel, and the coldest hearts. For when kings clash, the whole land trembles. Here is the second volume in George R. R. Martin magnificent cycle of novels that includes A Game of Thrones and A Storm of Swords. As a whole, this series comprises a genuine masterpiece of modern fantasy, bringing together the best the genre has to offer. Magic, mystery, intrigue, romance, and adventure fill these pages and transport us to a world unlike any we have ever experienced. Already hailed as a classic, George R. R. Martin's stunning series is destined to stand as one of the great achievements of imaginative fiction. The first paragraph of the blurb greatly summarizes what happened in the previous book and I have also mentioned in my previous blog post the importance of the presence of Lord Eddard Stark and King Robert Baratheon. This is because the two of them, combined with John Arryn in the past, really brought stability to the Seven Kingdoms and ever since royal treachery occurred and they were both killed, that is what led to the Clash of Kings. The second and third blog posts go on to greatly entice the readers on what would be the story of this book. I think that each line of the blurb is important because each line hints at a big part of the story of this book. For example the princess who masquerades as an orphan might just be a line in the blurb that is composed up of six words but it is actually a huge part of the story. This is because of the fact that I know this part is referring to Arya, and as a result it's special because it might just be six words on the blurb but it is so much more because of the fact that Arya Stark is a main character and her adventures whilst she is acting like an orphan boy were very interesting to follow. My Review this book had a very good plot but it was very different to the plot of the first book. For example, the first book was a slow burner and it slowly built up and then had an absolutely climactic ending. However, the second book was somewhat different. It started climactically and then it slowed down as the story crystallized and the readers became used to what was going on and then it had another slow burn climactic ending. So the book was very much like that when I was reading it. The story began precisely as I mentioned before. As I mentioned before, the book finished before at a chaotic point. Ned Stark, the Warden of the North, had just been executed, Daenerys in the East had killed her older brother and married Khal Drogo with plans to launch an expedition into the West in the future, Arya Stark had fled the capital and Sansa Stark was captured. Furthermore, Renly Baratheon had ran away and where he was going was still unknown and Stannis Baratheon was beginning his claim as the rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms. So we had all of these different claims going on but the book was incredibly long and someone would ask why was the book so long if it was a state of chaos and war. Well the answer is very simple. The author greatly wrote this book in many different ways. For one, he began by giving us a clear insight into all the different factions that were launching their campaigns and more than that, the author allowed us to get to know each of the different factions. We saw what Stannis was like through the eyes of his chief advisor Davos Seaworth. Furthermore, from there, we saw similar things with every faction. We saw Daenerys's difficult life as she overcame the death of her lover Khal Drogo. We saw a young Rob Stark uncomfortably becoming the king in the north and how his own mother was worried if he could handle the job. We also saw how he was affected by her not putting her full trust in him as king. We saw many other situations like this. The important thing was how we saw the human side of every claimant to the throne in this book. From this distant it might look like a group of power-hungry individuals who are fighting for the same throne but it is much more complicated than that. Furthermore, another important aspect of the book and why it was so important for the book to be long was because it showed the reality of war and politics. 
War and politics aren't things which are very quick like you see in many films. It takes a long time to bring people over to your side, organize armies, launch campaigns, finance campaigns etc. This is one of the things that the author did really well. There were many many tasks that the main characters had to constantly overcome. For example Daenerys needed ship to take her fleet to the west. This might seem like a simple task but it wasn't at all. She had no money and no one was willing to give her the ships. I mean what businessman would hand over ships free of charge. She did get proposals in her place and others negotiated to take a dragon away from her. This just all showed me how difficult leadership was as leaders have many different, difficult tasks to overcome. The book was very interesting because of the fact that after seeing the human side of the situation between the claimants we saw how. Conclusion I honestly believe that the Game of Thrones book series is the best fantasy book series ever written. I have really only mentioned one part of the story there were so many other mini stories taking place within this big story which just goes to show the amount of detail the author has placed within the book. As I mentioned before, I love the character depth, storyline and the amount of detail within the story. The only thing that some viewers might dislike is the clear incest within the story. That is something that pop culture does seem to make jokes about. Nonetheless, incest did exist within some royal families of the past so I can see why it had present within the story. This book is clearly 18 plus and shouldn't be read by children no matter how good their reading level is. Overall, it was a well-written book and there is a reason why it is so famous on the planet. It is very long which is why I have only read two of the books, as of now, but I hope to read the rest in due time. I suppose a highly detailed book like this must be long. For me it is a five-fifths and a book that everyone should give a read because of how amazingly the story was written. You may also be interested in https colon slash slash amazon dot to slash 3v ixumch https colon slash slash leadgo.com slash p slash nt root slash sa pz slash 6lvp https colon slash slash ledme.pl slash p slash nt root slash s9rw slash react greater than a game of thrones book review visit the library x website for more book reviews